What is your New Year's resolution? Mine is to fully embrace being a dad. Now, I know I'm still kind of new at this, but I got my dad's starter kit with my white New Balances. That's why I'm wearing them today. I'm also keeping an eye out for some jean shorts and some knee-high tube socks, so if you find those, let me know. I'm also uh, practicing my dad jokes, like, no, I didn't get my hair cut the other day. I got them all cut. And I'm also really looking forward to a whole year of this gem, 2022, the sequel. So stay tuned for more dad jokes coming. And I'm adopting phrases like, shut the door, you're letting all the cold air out. And we see what happens when we leave the door open, right? And I'm also adopting phrases like, who touched the thermostat? And before you even ask, no, I wasn't sleeping. I was just resting my eyes. <laughs> so your resolution might be different. It might be to, to eat healthier or to get into shape or, or to save a little bit more money or to finally finish the book of, Levit book of Leviticus. But everybody seems to have a New Year's resolution. Everybody seems to, to have something in mind every year that they want to start doing differently or maybe something that they want to start doing, period. And the thing about New Year's resolutions is that they all assume one thing. Every New Year's resolution assumes that you're not yet the best version of yourself that you can be, that something's missing in your life, that there's something better out there for you. I mean, think about it. With each new year, we look for new ways and new opportunities to improve ourselves. We want to look better, to feel better, to act better than we did the year before. See, every year we want our lives to be better. And how convenient is the start of a brand new year to go ahead and start trying to hopefully be the brand new you? And so every year we set out on a journey on January 1st to become a brand new version of ourselves. But how well does this usually work out for us? Like how long does it take before our grand idea of who we want to become this year ends at just that, an idea? For some of us, it doesn't take very long. Like January 2nd, like today rolls around, and that's as far as your resolution goes before it's run its course and you give up on it altogether. So you could say that our New Year's goals tend to dissolve rather than resolve. And when this happens, we tend to respond in a couple different ways. It's basically one of two different camps. One is to laugh it off and say, well, I just saved a bunch of time trying to figure out what my next year's resolution is going to be. I'm just going to reuse this one, the same one that I've had for 22 years now. But the other way to respond is to, it's to feel defeated. Because it's a hard thing to be so excited about a goal for improving yourself, only to, to have it be cut short and be left with the thought that you from the year before may be as good as it gets for you. And that's a tough pill to swallow because it forces us to admit that we're not living up to certain expectations, whether it's expectations we've set for ourselves or expectations we feel from outside things, things like family or work or social media. And no matter what camp we fall into here, the fact that remains that when it comes to changing ourselves, to, to improving our lives, we need help. We can't do it on our own. And since New Year's resolutions are all about changing ourselves, it's really no wonder that we don't hear anyone bragging at a New Year's Eve party about how flawlessly they executed their previous resolution. Before we go down some dark path and start off 2022 by beating ourselves up, I want, I want to encourage you with something. 
I want to encourage you with the fact that, that you don't need a new year or even a new year's resolution to have a brand new you. Because having a new you being a new you isn't about measuring up to anything at all. In fact, expectations aren't part of it in any way. Being the new you doesn't even start with you. It starts with Jesus. Because through your baptism, you were united with Christ into his death. But not just into his death, you were also united with him into his new life. So now every day you get to, as Martin Luther says, drown your old self, spiritually speaking, of course, but you get to take that weak, broken, selfish, prideful, angry person covered in sin, you get to take that person and put them to death. And you get to rise again in new life as a brand new person, a person that is forgiven and redeemed by the blood of Christ and his sacrifice. A person not clothed in filthy, dirty rags, but clothed in mercy and grace and forgiveness. And that's what Paul's talking about when he speaks of putting off the old self and putting on the new self. It's this idea of shedding off, of casting away the lives that we live outside of Christ, the lives that don't measure up, and living a life instead in a new way as a new kind of person in Christ. It's like the end of one of those hot, sticky August days here in, uh, here in Houston. You know what I'm talking about. The ones where you wake up and you open the door and take one step outside and all of a sudden you're swimming and you don't, you don't even own a pool. And by the time the sun goes down at the end of the day, you're working really hard to peel your clothes off because they've attached themselves to you like they've melted into you and a part of you now. That's the old self. It's this clingy, uncomfortable, smelly and gross thing that sticks to you. But then, water comes over you, and you become clean and refreshed, and you're washed anew, and you're able to put on some new clothes that smell all nice and fresh and clean. And when you walk back out into the living room and someone asks you how you feel now that you've been refreshed and washed, how do you respond? You respond with, I feel like a new person. I feel like a brand new person. And that's what it really means to have a new you. It's this idea of taking the you that you don't like, the you that doesn't measure up, and tossing it aside and putting on a completely different person entirely, a new person, a person that's cleansed and refreshed and restored, not just in a physical way, but all the way down to your very soul, to be washed and made new from the inside out. And once you've been given this new you and have put it on, so to speak, you begin to see yourself through a new set of eyes. So now instead of seeing yourself as someone who's really successful because of all the toys they have, now you see yourself as someone who's been blessed to be a blessing. Or maybe instead of seeing yourself as someone who the world needs to keep running, you see yourself as someone who's just like all of us, in desperate need every day of Jesus. Or maybe on the flip side, instead of seeing yourself as a failure, someone who doesn't measure up, you see yourself as someone who Christ sees as worthy of his own life. All of this we get in just our baptisms. And the beautiful thing is that we don't need a new baptism each time we need a new us. And let's face it, we need a new us a lot. But in our one baptism, 
Just in our one baptism, we received all the washing and all the cleansing and all the renewal that we'll ever need. Just as in Christ's one death, it was enough to cover over all of our sins. So as we close in here this morning, I want you to be reminded that although the New Year's is a good thing to celebrate, and New Year's resolutions aren't a bad thing to participate in, you don't need those things to have a new you. There's a new you that, that awaits you each and every day. A you that is forgiven and loved. A you that is restored and redeemed. A you that is found in Christ. Washed clean in his blood. And this new life is given to you in baptism. There is a new life ready and available for you. So spend some time today and this week thinking of how you can live in a new way in 2022 as someone who's been given new life. So maybe this year you live even more generously by taking your over and above gift from this past December and maybe extending it all the way until next December. Or maybe you try to live differently by investing in the relationships around you. So maybe you take 45 minutes less a day on your phone and, and watching TV and and you talk to your spouse or your kids, and you ask how their life is going and what, li- what direction they want their life to be headed. Or maybe living a little bit different this year means getting into God's word more. And if that's you, keep your ears open for, for more information about the next round of Bible classes that'll be offered here. That's a great place to start. And I want to encourage those of you in here who have not yet been baptized and want to, or have questions about what baptism is and what it means, to join our Connect Connect Track class starting up next week. Or you can come up to me after we're done here so we can find a time to meet up with Pastor Matt and talk about what next steps might be. We'd love nothing more than to have those conversations with you. But whoever you are in here this morning, wherever you've been, whatever your walk of life is, There is a new life that awaits you today and every day. A new life that is found in Christ and is offered to you. What are you going to do with it this year? Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the newness of life that is found in your son, Jesus. We thank you that you sent him to us and for us to restore our relationship with you, to redeem our souls. And we thank you for the promise that we have of him coming again to fully restore and redeem us for all time and eternity. But in the meantime, God, we ask that you would continue to forgive us, continue to make us new, continue to help us bring bring our old selves to you, to your empty tomb so that we can receive your new life. And open our eyes and our hearts and our ears to hear and see and feel your your pulling of where you want us to live and how you want us to live this year in a new way that focuses on you and other people, that sees ourselves as forgiven and washed clean in the blood of Jesus. Help us, we pray. 
It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.